Hello everyone, Dr. Caroline Carpenter here with The Body Carpenter and DrCarolineCarpenter.com. I hope you guys are having a lovely Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to start this off with this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any condition. This is for your information only. And um, my intention is for this information to do what it needs to do in your life as you see fit. So let us begin. I want to I wanna hit on something that I, I don't really, I haven't Googled this. I don't know if this is a thing, but I'm going to coin it. Um, I'm going to call it spontaneous healing. Um, <laughs> I don't know any better intro than uh, other than to just jump right in. I've started this thing. If you've been listening, you've heard about it. Um, I have started an intense program focused on community healing with generational trauma, childhood trauma, breaking the patterns of addiction, breaking out of the cycles that are controlling your life and keeping you trapped um, because none of us were made to be trapped especially within our own mind and our own energy fields. We are made to be free. We are made to evolve. We are made to expand and we are made to live happily, joyfully, and expansively as a community on this earth for the greatest and highest good of all. So I firmly believe that that is the intention and purpose of all of us. So I believe that when suffering happens, it is for a higher purpose as long as we can flip that shadow into a gift. And um, I respect all beliefs. I absolutely respect all beliefs. And if that is not your personal belief, that is okay. Polarity and duality exist for a reason. There is no black without white. There is no happy without sad. There is no dark without light. There is no... um, I mean, I don't know my primary colors, so I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But it takes opposites to understand each end of the spectrum and the happy medium and the median in the middle. So um, I believe any position on this scale, even if it's a linear scale, is valid. But I believe that um, the universe works in fractals. I believe that... There is so much um, intelligence and complexity and beauty and um, vastness out there in the universe, even within our own bodies and our own minds, that there is no way, and this is my belief, that there is no way we could possibly understand all of the ways in which all of our bodies, minds, and spirits are adapting to the environment. And when I say environment, I mean the social environment, the physical environment, the political environment, um, the chosen environment, the details of what we were born into, and the details with which our soul has decided to go in the direction of whether our ego agrees or not. So I say all this to say that I believe there are so many variables at play 100% of the time that all of us are right all of the time, 
but different parts play different roles in different moments. And so it's my belief that expressing intention and observation is key in healing and um, acceptance and self, like self-love, self self-acceptance, um, being seen and heard and having an empathetic witness is the key to healing or at least feeling understood. I believe feeling, I believe if every human on this earth felt understood and seen and heard, whether they were agreed with or not, there would be a massive healing shift on this planet. And that is my goal. My goal is to um, spread the message of healing, insert that seed of healing, um, global understanding, global acceptance, and global um, love in every soul that I come across. And I feel that that's my, that is my highest calling. So, so here's me expressing that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a few specific intentions with this or a few examples. Um, y'all, I've been going through some collapsing of timelines since the beginning of Cycle Breakers, which was last Monday. I, <laughs> I learned as much from um, those going through Cycle Breakers within the intention of what I have set within Cycle Breakers. I have had to seriously up-level in the last three days. There were some blocks that I came up against that um, I've had to feel through. And y'all, I had to feel through some scenarios within hours and identify what needed to be done within hours to not completely demolish this entire program that I'm convinced, like, that is, that is going to be absolutely life-changing for people within six months. Um, I got through some blocks within hours that would have taken me six months to years to get through before. Like I, I would have literally stayed in, um, the mind numbing Netflix binge, then mind numbing shopping, just putting things on credit cards, the mind numbing, um, stuffing my face by like while stuffing emotions, like stuffing emotions with food. Um, you know, eating, eating your feelings. I would have mind numbed with copious amounts of alcohol. Um, really anything I could get my hands on to just shut the feeling down because of the pain. And here's the thing. Leaning into the, leaning into confusion is about as bad as leaning into pain. Anything that feels unfamiliar feels absolutely dangerous within the body. And, um, in the last several days, <laughs> I I am a, a strong proponent of this, but it's been made even stronger in my being, and I can't really explain it other than the body keeps the score. I mean, that's the name of a book. I've not even read all of the book. I just know that the book is true. I've read about 45 pages. Um, I have the audiobook, but um, I jump around a lot from information to information, and um I recently got a course from Amanda Francis and this woman speaks my language like she speaks directly to my soul and that is my goal is to speak to other people's souls the ones who need it and this woman does it and I skip around from information to information as my internal guidance system leads me however previous me would have forced myself to finish things whether it was right or not so I I I have struggled to actually follow 
my internal guidance system in the last several years. But um, even when it's hard, I do it now and it has always paid off. But it is a stretch with the nervous system and it feels dangerous when you're used to um, shelling yourself away or like putting that armor on and just going into dorsal vagal shutdown, which is where I lived most of my life. And for those of you unfamiliar, I've talked about this in other podcasts, but dorsal vagal shutdown is the absolute lowest point in the nervous system of energy. It is the place where your body goes to make it safe for you to die in peace. It's when your nervous system decides that, okay, I can't run to get away from this danger. All right. Um, I can't fight either. That's not going to work. All right. So there's a threat. I can't run. I can't hide. I can't fight. All right. So let me just shut everything down and disconnect so that I can die in peace and as peacefully as possible. That's what dorsal vagal shutdown feels like. And that's how I've lived the majority of my life. The majority of my life has been numb and I didn't know what happy felt like. And I know this podcast has a little bit of a darker tone, but um, my human design, (laughs) my human design states that I'm supposed to show up as I am and this is how I am today. And I feel like this is going to speak to someone. So I'm going to show up authentically. My pledge to you is I will show up authentically. Um, I will... I will be honest about where I am on the spectrum of human emotion. If I'm having a shit day, I'll tell, I I will be honest. And if I'm having a great day, I'll be honest. And if I don't know and I'm numb, I'll be honest. But I feel like honesty, like radical honesty um, with our brother and sister humans is how we heal. And um, Today's a little darker tone and it's okay because, you know, there's ups and downs in life. And I will say it's really, 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 really cool to go through this process with the others going through cycle breakers because I'm having to up-level hardcore. I am having to up-level. I wanted to put things off for a week and um, I had the conversation with myself of, okay, why would I want to put this off? This doesn't feel right, but like, why else would I want to put this off? I would want to put it off to not deal with what I needed to deal with to do the damn thing. And that's just not going to sit right with me with where um, where I'm headed and what I'm going to provide for people. So I had to up-level, y'all. I had to be honest with where I was at. I had to realize that There was resentment bubbling up that I didn't want to see and I had to take a hard look at a lot of my past memories that were showing up because you've got to see it and name it to heal it and you got to feel it to heal it and feeling it sucks sometimes like sucks real bad. It's like who wants to go back and feel the trauma they've already felt before that they tried to disconnect from like no one nobody wants to do that like nobody says hey that shitty situation that I felt before that like caused so much pain let's like relive that whole thing like no one no one wants to do that but y'all like in chiropractic school we learned about this it's called retracing by the way by the way this is not any kind of medical advice this is me speaking as a human I have um I've got a food science degree. I worked in research for seven years. I have published research. I uh, went through chiropractic school, learned almost everything I can about anatomy, saw many cadavers, um, 
desensitized to the degree where I was hungry and could have eaten a sandwich while looking at bodies where the muscles appeared as beef jerky. But let me tell you, when there was a fresh body out with all those organs that were in pristine condition, it hit me that, wow, this body is beautiful. These organs are so well-preserved. Like, it looks like it should be alive. What's the difference between a live human and one preserved perfectly on this table for all of us to have the experience to learn on? That is the the magic that animates the body, y'all. We are all animated with magic and that magic is called electricity and that electricity originates with electrons we are all literally electrons um switching orbital shells like electron shells whatever they're called we're literally energy that's what animates us we are energy and when our energy is right and on point We feel freaking amazing. However, because we all came here to do some freaking work, there is an environment that we are born into to create the karma to make us who we are, to bring our gifts to the world when we work through that stuff. However, due to social conditioning, political conditioning, fear conditioning, whatever we want to call it, There's a lot of us being held back. And when we're held back from who we truly are and expanding with growth and being radically honest and having vulnerable moments and speaking our truth, no matter how it's going to be taken and being true to ourselves and creating our own safety, security, and freedom, we are trapped in our own minds. And that is the worst place to be trapped because no one can free us but us. No one will free you from your own mind but you. No one can free me from my own mind but me. I've had this thing to where I wouldn't allow others to support me because I was afraid of rejection. So I would never speak up. I would never ask for help. I wouldn't tell people how I was feeling because of, well, my past. Um... The messages I received about money, and this is the resentment that came up. And this is going to sound like a video log, y'all. This may be a long, (laughs) well, this may be a long audio log. But if it helps, it helps. If nothing else, it's me processing so that I can show up 100% tomorrow for Cycle Breakers. And that is my goal. I'm going to show up 100% and I'm going to air this. Um. Gosh, what was I talking about? Goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, when we don't show up for ourselves, nobody else can because nervous systems read nervous systems. It's called the mirror neuron effect. Um, nervous systems read nervous systems. If you're rejecting self before anyone else can because it's not as painful, then everyone else is going to pick up the vibe that, okay, they're protecting themselves. I've got to keep my distance because they need their space. And then no one can show up for you. And unfortunately for most of my life, I created this divide myself because, oh, here, here's where I was going. I received so many terrible messages from my upbringing and childhood from my primary caregivers that I was convinced I was a burden. The only way I was acceptable as a human was to accomplish and be quiet. And 
if I if push came to shove, my fire would come out, but in a destructive way. And they're like, I didn't understand authenticity. I didn't understand vulnerability. I didn't understand boundaries. I didn't under, I thought all of these things, I didn't know what these were, but I was a, an over-functioning, codependent, adult child, borderline narcissist, because if you have a big heart and you're a very tender human, which we're all tender, you know, we're, we're all tender. Anything untender and un and not vulnerable is just a coping mechanism for protection. Like I was borderlining narcissism, narcissism going into chiropractic school when I turned twenty eight. This is where my um, south node flipped into my north node. That's where I flipped from um, operating in south node, which was Sagittarius. That's the information collector. That's um, that was my research side. That was my I have to know everything about everything. That was I need to um, learn the facts so that I can give appropriate information and know what I'm doing. Um, at 28, my south node flips to north, and I flip from Sagittarius to Gemini. Y'all, Gemini is very different than Sagittarius. Gemini is the storyteller. Gemini is the socialite. Gemini is the one who loves everyone. Gemini is like the social butterfly who loves everyone, wants to relate, going to be honest, going to tell you how they feel. And that is very different from my south node of Sagittarius, which from my perspective was very cold And this is not all Sagittarius. This is how it showed up in me. I was very cold. I was very um, um, black and white by the book. If it's not a fact, I don't care. Don't tell me about your emotion. Like, who cares about that? Like, give me the facts. Get over yourself. I'm going to tell you how it is. Like, I will get you. It it was very factual. Very no bullshit. No, uh, don't give me emotion. Like, it just... It was very um, detached, cold, factual. That's how it presented in myself. And flipping from that to I love everyone. I need to tell tell stories and I need to relate. That's a hard flip. I thought I was losing my mind. If I didn't know better and I didn't lean into it, that would have been like a moment where I got on a medication that would have altered my personality. For a very long time. Um, and actually. Actually. Um, there was a point in time. Where I had to be on. Um, SSRIs. To like. Mitigate the extreme anxiety. That came from me not accepting self. Because I didn't know how. I was an adult child. That reverted back to that four year old little girl. That was scared and didn't know what to do. Anytime an adult decision came about. And I'm learning about this working through the adult ACA um, Big Red book, which is kind of like the AA book, but it's different. Um, Same concept, uh, different book, different organization. But there are so many things that were suppressed that I didn't understand, that I didn't accept self on because... Well, I was taught to suck it up, buttercup, pull myself up by the bootstraps, be a big girl, put my big girl panties on, get over it, no time for emotions, accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. And y'all, this is the high stress environment that throws our nervous system into fight or flight or dorsal vagal shutdown and quality of life goes to shit. And also, um, 
life just isn't that bright, colorful, beautiful, expansive, involved thing that it could be. Heaven on earth turns to hell on earth. So (laughs) my intention is to help anyone wanting to, to heal from these things, become whole in themselves, live a full life and love every minute of it. Even the parts that don't seem amazing because there is a gift in every shadow. And so all this to say, resentment bubbled up. My fiance who is in rehab right now down in Florida for alcoholism and um, really adult child things and codependent things. He called it other things, but like 96% of us have codependent tendencies and are moderate to high, moderate to high codependence. By that, I mean, has a moderate level to a high level of codependent tendencies in everyday life and function. And um, he's been a big help in witnessing some things that I can't witness in myself because no one can see their unconscious tendencies. Like if we're in our unconscious patterns, we can't see it. Like if we could see it, we'd fix it. Like if I knew all of the things holding me back, I'd fix every damn one of them like now, but I can't because, well, we're not made to see our unconscious tendencies because they're supposed to be unconscious. They're supposed to be automatic. Like we were supposed to form all of these things so that we didn't have to think about every single thing as far as like breathing and when to say something to someone and when to express a need and when to express a want and um, what is an alarm moment for our bodies and what is an alarm moment for our mind and like when is when is the red button activated and like at what point do we say x at what point do we say y like when is when is a threat a threat like what makes a threat a threat what makes a warm fuzzy moment a warm fuzzy moment what's dangerous what's safe like all of these things like when to eat when to sleep when to drink water when to drink what when to take what like um how do we express emotion how do we How do we be? How do we be with other people? How do we be with ourselves? This is all automatic programming because it is supposed to be. But if our automatic programming came from someone who was in a lot of pain or covering up a lot of unhappiness and pain or didn't know how to self-regulate themselves or their emotions, we take that on. Um... Because that's that's how the mechanism is made. That's how we were designed. We were designed to to be programmed from zero to five years, even in the womb. So if we were around people who could not self-regulate and could not manage emotions and did not um, function as an adult, that's what we take on. And it's not our fault. It's not your fault. However... No one's going to heal it but us. No one's going to heal it but you. And this is where community comes in. Because if we could see our unconscious crap, we would heal it. But like, there's just some things that we're not meant to do ourselves. Because then we'd be autonomous and uh, wouldn't need anyone. So, I say all this to say that um, I uh, went to the farmer's market in Hot Springs. Lovely Hot Springs. I love this town. This is my town. I I absolutely love this town. Like, this town is for me. Um, I went to the farmer's market with my friend Karina. 
and um, some other friends that I made at the last farmer's market showed up. I mean, y'all, I've never made friends so easily. I love it. It's just like, you know that moment when you meet a human and you're like, we vibe. I've had that moment more so after accepting self, and it's just a really stinking good feeling. And so one of my friends walked up. I'd met her once before, and we just vibed. And, um, you know, there was a guy playing instruments and, you know, the vibration of the sound just, it felt right. And my friend Kristen walked up and it was, you know, I was working on cycle breakers information and I was having a hard time because, all right, what I didn't get to before was the messages that were bubbling up from resentment. It was about money. It was about safety and about money. And money is about the root chakra and, um, interpersonal communication is in the sacral area. And, um, I... I have never had a normal female cycle in my life until the number two combo treatment that I had. Now, combo, it's K-A-M-B-O. I, I, love, I, I love westernized medicine. It is very advanced. It's very useful. But like y'all, I vibe so well with natural medicines natural plant medicines, natural, like just what nature provides. I've heard, I heard it coined as, I heard it said nature technology. And I'm like, man, that makes sense. And, you know, I feel like natural thing, you know, it just, if it works, it works. And if it vibes, it vibes and there's room for all of it. But there's there's a bri- there's a gap to be bridged. I feel like Western and Eastern medicines are equally necessary as well as all of the natural remedies and just loving one another. You know, just acceptance, like basic human connection. So the messages about money that were really toast in my grits that my fiance pointed out, like, gosh, this is hard to spit out. It was... You've got to work really hard to be able to survive, and then there will never be enough. And also, everyone's going to try to take it from you. So, like, protect yourself. And also, like, you're so good for working so hard. And also, you should let us borrow money because we, like, gave you shelter. And my biological father jokingly asked me for money from the time I was 12 years old. Um, I walked in to find my 50-year-old cousin stealing quarters out of my quarter barrel that I was saving um, several times. As a child, when I would come home from work, y'all, I was working at like 14. And I did this to get out of the house because the house was so toxic. There was drug use. There was prescription medication abuse. There was alcoholism. There was dysfunctional um, dynamics. It was a it was a really bad situation. Um, I dated really dangerous people to feel safe based on the environment that I was in. Um, I would surround myself with toxic people because that's what I had to be around to feel safe with the with my family, um, my blood family. And it was bad enough that I had to divorce the whole family to be able to do some to 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 take legal action um, in order to get what my mother had left me. 
and she had left me an inheritance and I was also told. So messages from my mom's family was someone will steal you and hurt you if you tell them who you are and what you have. And I didn't even know what I had. And y'all, it's not even really that big of a deal. And what's interesting is these people actually took me across state lines and did the thing that they scared me to death about before I was like, when I was like five years old. I didn't know my mother passed away until after her funeral. So there are very few childhood memories that I really have. It's kind of hard to string things together and it's really painful when things surface. But I've realized if I lean into it, it's going to come up to heal. Like it's coming up to heal, even though it sucks. And um, (laughs) I don't even really know if this this podcast is kind of all over the place, but I'm all about real, y'all. So, like, this is this is how today's going to go. And um, so I got really crappy messages about money, about safety, about being vulnerable in the world. I learned not to trust anyone. I learned not to trust the world. And learning about human design, I'm a manifesting generator. The manifester side is a side that wants to do new things. We're on the cutting edge. We bring new ideas into fruition on this planet from the divine. And when we're told no, or we can't do something or we can't be ourselves, we either turn rebellious or we self-reject so that we don't get hurt. Well, I was rebellious first and then I just started self-rejecting, which was really painful. And on the generator side, that is the intuition. That is the knowing. That is the action. That is the, Ooh, I love this. This is fun. I'm going to do this. Well, the messages I got there were, Fun is for babies. You're never going to get anywhere just chasing fun. Life's not fun. Life's work and life is suffering. So quit being a little baby about everything and just do it. You know, stop, stop playing around. Join the real world. Do some work. Pull your weight. Even though what was really happening was the adults were all self-rejecting, self-medicating, unhealthy, unhappy, um, not living their potential, not living their design, not living their soul path and shoving it all onto me. That's how it felt anyway. You know, their perception might be totally different, but, um, in any case, it led to a lot of pain. And so these are the messages that came up that were so painful that I had to face. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been rejecting myself because that's what I've been taught. And there's all these people around me just waiting to support me. And I'm not even giving them the chance to support me because I have been rejecting myself based on these messages that have been implanted in me since I was too young to really talk. So (laughs) what happened was my friend Kristen that I had met before at the farmer's market came up and said, hey, how are you doing? And I was honest. I'm like, you know what? I'm really tired. I had a headache. I don't get headaches often. I didn't sleep much. I didn't sleep much before the farmer's market before. I was getting ready for cycle breakers. I had this um, goal set for myself to have X done by X time to do Y. And it just didn't happen because of that block that I hit with the emotions coming up due to the resentment bubbling to the surface that I needed to face. And I didn't want to face it. 
and I was running. I had told Trent, my fiance, I was like, look, I, I don't know. I feel trapped. I had to get out of the house. I don't know where I'm going. I just drove to the Dollar General store. I don't, I have no, no reason for getting out. I just, I'm restless. I feel trapped and I'm irritated and I can't focus on anything. And he was just like, uh, babe, I'm not your counselor, but I, it sounds like resentment to me. And I, I sat with it. And then I told him what I was feeling and it was such a blessing to just be honest with another human who was there to empathetically witness what I couldn't understand was happening in myself. And that is the entire premise of cycle breakers is to have a group of empathetic witnesses to lend different perspectives on mass consciousness, human vibration, personal emotion where one is between what they want to do and where they are in the moment because each moment is just a moment the past doesn't exist neither does the future we can pick up on it but it doesn't have to mean anything about where we are in the moment and that is the hard part so again back to my friend who was like hey how are you doing and I was honest and she's like well where are you in your healing path? Like I can see things and pick up on things. How do you feel? Like, are you open to me sharing what I'm seeing? And I'm like, Oh, absolutely. I can't heal what I can't see. Like, I don't know my unconscious programming. Please, please share with me. She's like, okay, what's going on with your foundation? I'm like, Oh my Lord, you're talking about my root chakra, aren't you? She was. And I was like, okay, here's the thing. All these messages about money are coming up. I'm really good at what I do. I don't understand why I'm in the predicament I'm in, but like I know it's self-induced and it's frustrating. And she's like, oh, okay. And her little boy's running around and he's the most adorable thing ever. And their energy is just amazing together. And I'm like, oh, I love these people already. And so, you know, there's this amazing music playing. We're at the farmer's market. I'm going through my videos. And she's like, well, would you like me to do a bit of healing? I'm like, absolutely, please. Y'all, this lady, I've never experienced spontaneous healing until this moment. And I, I have experienced a lot of healing before. I did not expect to feel this, which is why I'm calling it spontaneous, because I had no idea what was going to happen. I literally felt densities in my body, densities in my tissue, places that felt stuck and trapped release. I cannot explain it any other way other than it felt like cement turned to feathers. <clears throat> it felt like cement in my hips and my neck turned to feathers. It turned from cement to air. I was so light and airy. I felt so good. My headache went away. And she was speaking light language. She was I mean, the way I can explain it, she was running Reiki. I felt my DNA shift. And I've been working with Gene Keys. I've been working with human design. I've been working with, you know, the golden path and the pearl sequence and the Venus sequence. Y'all, I literally felt my DNA change. I cannot describe it other than I know it happened. I don't know how. I just know it happened. And I felt a shift. I felt energy move. Um... She ran a bit of, I, she was running energy on me. I'm a Reiki master. Um, I'm pretty sure she's a Reiki master as well. But like, 
This was amazing, and this is what community is all about. We all have healing gifts, but those gifts don't come out until we're honest with each other, and then they do. We are made to connect with one another. We are made to evolve together, and until we're honest with our community, our gifts can't come out to heal. Our gifts can't come out to expand, ex- to expand the world. Our gifts can't come out to bless others and self because when we help heal the collective or other people, we get the benefit too. Everything we put out there comes back. It's the law of karma, the law of compensation. What we give, we get. <clears throat> and it's not when we give to get, it's when we give out of love and this was a love offering and it was absolutely beautiful and y'all everyone should experience a spontaneous healing like that i've never had that kind of indescribable healing i asked her what she did she didn't really have an absolute name for it but i can tell you what i felt i felt my dna sequencing change i felt my dna repairing i felt densities turning to air i felt um heavy energy dissipating it felt like Tumors just disappeared. And I didn't have any palpable tumors, but if there were a feeling to to pin to it, that would be it. So <sighs> it was amazing. And um I feel like every human should have the the ability to experience that. So This was a little bit different feel with sharing. And um, I'm going to leave it as is. I'm going to leave it raw. I'm going to leave it imperfect because none of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to pretend to be perfect. Um, I heard something today that really resonated. It was um, people will come, come to a real human for help before a perfect human any day. And that felt right to me. I'm like, dang, so true. I would rather go to someone who was absolutely real versus a perfect person because I would judge myself so hard if there was someone that someone that I thought was perfect and I couldn't relate to. So um, please check out drcarolinecarpenter.com. <clears throat> check out Cycle Breakers. Um, Cycle Breakers is a six-month program where... Uh, masculine energy is now invited. So any of you masculine who are ready to heal, um, I've gotten confirmation from the ladies in the group that it's going to be additionally healing to experience the masculine healing along with the feminine healing. So we have, we have on go for full integration. However, my heart is with the ladies um, as I can relate to them easier. It's just easier for me to understand the female condition because, well, I live it. <laughs> um, the male perspective is so important too, though. And um, I've talked to Trent about this and he is, um, he's he's got the male perspective. He's, <sighs> they're both so valid, but I definitely understand the female condition and the female emotions and even the female condition where the female thinks the female is a bit too masculine. We all have masculine and feminine, y'all. It's just, and the different parts of the masculine and feminine come out when they need to. But like when it is, 
unnatural is when we try to control what parts come out. And that's the hard part is knowing when we're try to, trying to control something that doesn't need to be controlled. Um, and especially if you have one of those bodies that can pick up on future events, it's really confusing knowing, okay, is my body picking up on a future event? Is it picking up on someone else's energy? Am I confused? Like what is real? What is relevant in the now? And what 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 messages am I getting that'll serve me later that I can just shelve for this moment? Um, if you're an empath, you'll know what I'm talking about. And there's all sorts of empaths. <clears throat> I'm going to hit this in Cycle Breakers. Tomorrow is going to be all about human design. And it is a lot, y'all. There are a lot of energetics at play. We are a super complex species and the energetics are phenomenal. And it is worth knowing your design. Um, if nothing else, learning your archetype. There's five of them. There's the manifester. There's the generator. There's the manifesting generator, which is a hybrid. There's a reflector and there's the projector. I'm going to say I've had experience with three of them because I'm a manifesting generator, which is the combination. However, the quantum chart is a combination of three other chart like there's the quantum chart which is the combo of yourself like your personality your body and the universal influence i am a i like my personality and my body are reflectors what that means is i have undefined energetic centers unless the universe is at play Undefined energetic centers means I am open for absolute conditioning in all nine of my centers. <clears throat> what this also means is I do not have a motor center of my own. I don't get motivated unless the universe has something in store for me, aka planetary aspects. So my quantum chart is the only chart with motor centers that are defined, which is really confusing because there's about three voices in my head and body at all times and I have to navigate which ones are relevant at what time. And so if this goes far enough, you might think you're a little schizophrenic or have multiple personalities or whatnot, but like, y'all, we are very complex beings that um, have a lot of energies at play depending on what's going on. And when you can understand your own energetics and how your own energetics interplay with um, the, the cosmic alignment with the planets, with the moon phases, with other people in your lives, with whatever relationships are going on, whether um, you're healthy within your own design or with the relationships around you, whether the relationships you are around are healthy within their design, that all plays a role. Social influence plays a role. Political influence plays a role. What you feed your mind plays a role. What you feed your body plays a role. What you believe about your mind plays a role. What you believe about your body plays a role. What you believe about what your abilities are plays a role. It's all... It all plays a role and it's all overwhelming if you don't know where to start. So I'm going to simplify everything that I can for you because manifesting generators love to find the shortest route. That's me. I love to find the shortest route. <laughs> if I can find a shortcut, I'm going to find it. The problem with that is sometimes I skip steps and then I figure out what can't be skipped because I have to repeat it 15 times. I've learned my lesson. The... <laughs> 
<coughs> I heard <coughs> while studying for this, um, if a manifesting generator does not have a projector in their life, they skip steps. Luckily, my stepmom, aka front desk lady at the body carpenter, is a projector, so she keeps me in line. She makes sure that I don't skip steps, even when my emotions take over. So I am so blessed there. But um, y'all, human design's important. Energetics are important. Feeling understood is important. More than that, feeling seen, heard, and accepted is important. And um, if you are on a healing path and you're not sure where to go and you just know that you need to move the needle, Cycle Breakers might be for you. It is a six-month program dedicated to addressing generational trauma, emotional trauma, childhood trauma, up-leveling as fast as you would like, leaning into the pain to get to the other side, and knowing when to move, when to sit still, when to take aligned action, when to line up with the planets, and when to just be. So this was a longer episode than I intended. I just kind of riffed on this one. I um, kind of just aired my insides on this one. Uh, you're welcome. I'm sorry. Whichever one fits. Actually, I'm not sorry. You're welcome or go on to the next one, one of the two. But check out drcarolinecarpenter.com. If you're ready for some body work, check out thebodycarpenter.com. I do genetic testing. I do a low-level laser therapy. I do enzyme therapy. I do the most badass chiropractic adjustment you're ever going to have if you're focused on your healing like really 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 deep healing now that is my opinion I'm not for everyone but for those who are really after the healing and ready to do it come see me y'all like I got you and um yeah check those things out please uh if you got something out of this podcast um, subscribe, leave a review, please. The more reviews you leave, the higher iTunes rates this podcast. And so the more people can find it. I'm dedicated to quality, integrity, honesty, and, um, vulnerability, also healing. Like those, those are my pillars. So have a lovely day, y'all. Enjoy your weekend. Much love. Have some fun. Be real with you. Love you. Accept you. Uh, Peace, y'all.